it's a Welcome back to Coffee and Christ. Oh, hello. <laughs> I just, we didn't have to talk about what we were just talking about. It was a stupid question that was asked by me. Yes. And I didn't need to hear a response, so. I don't know the full response anyway, so. Dude, you were going to lie. No, I was going to look it up. I was about, I was, my hands were lingering to my laptop. What is? No, 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 no. Okay. Because if it's what I think it is, it's. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Welcome back to Coffee and Christ. <laughs> It's great to, to be here. New new place. New it place. is. Does it sound good? How's the audio quality? You're not going to hear my rolly chair make those weird noises anymore. Yeah, we need, we need the we need the chairs back though. This oh, this isn't too bad. Not too bad, but like I like the comfort. I like I the do. like I do lean this. back. I like to hear yeah. your. <laughs> it yeah. always makes those noises. It has for years. I need to get a new chair for in there. In when we move, we're in our temporary recording studio. Yeah, hopefully not for long, but yeah. it's just, just at the dining room table at Dylan's new house. Oh yes, moved into my new whoop, house. Whoop. Oh. So it's 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 kind of weird, but it's exciting. It's, it's a different vibe. It like, is a different vibe. Like it's a it's a completely you vibe. Like the the blue house, not my vibe. And I don't think. I think it was your vibe, but you didn't own it. Yeah. And now you own this, so it's like you. You take care of things differently here, and you, and you you decorate differently here because this is it. Like yeah. this is this is your house. Yeah, it is. I like the the decor behind me is wonderful. I love it. It all looks good. Thank you. We worked hard on it. It looks very good. We worked hard on it. So we're very, very modernized. I'm excited. That's my. I feel like that's more me. I agree. Than like the blue house was the blue a house bit was outdated. Just outdated. It was a great house. It was big, but. It was out. This is, I mean, like, look at the chandelier. I'm it is so cool. Right I can't even so, describe it to you. Do you like it? Like, I would do. you put that in your house? You think? See, I don't know. Because I don't know where you would even buy this at. I love it. But, like, if I was to move in a new home and it had it in there, I wouldn't change it. I think it's really cool. It's like a, it's, it's a series of three LED hoops. Yeah, it's, I, I, and they're all, like, intertangled. Yeah, it's cool. It's hard to describe, but it's awesome. I mean, I could I could stare at this all day. It's cool when you have when it's dark in here. Yeah, and you turn it off because it doesn't sh- shut off all at once. It like fades out. See, that's so. It's kind of it's kind of spooky looking. Like it's anyway. It's so modernized. But but yeah, we moved. I moved. Yes. So and podcast moved. I'm excited. I really am. Good. So besides you sounding like a seventy year old smoker. All right. Oh, that was really sorry. You. Jackson's sick. I'm not sick. You are sick. Uh, no, don't a little worry. stuffy. I might cough every now and then, but it's okay. It's a, my entire family has it, so it's just running through us. But I'm my coughs are really gross sounding, but it's just it's breaking up, and like I've been kind of like stuffy, like I've blown my nose a couple of times. So it's all it, it's all clearing out now. Like I'm on the back. I'm on the back end. I'm probably, hopefully, I'll be done tomorrow. Hopefully, it doesn't affect me though. It's not like I'm I'm like tired. It's I don't think it's like COVID or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so I'm not like tired or anything, but I just sound. You, you should hear me in the mornings. In the bad. Like, I'm already a little deeper voice right now because of it. Is it's, it's pretty bad. It's like, good morning. Like, it's, <laughs> it's really wow. bad. Wow. Yeah. That's so, funny. I'm not even like, so I was talking with uh, Dom, and she was, she had me repeat a, 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 a like, 
saying in Spanish and I had to do it like over a microphone. It was this was like Saturday morning and she was like, "What's wrong with you?" Because <laughs> when I did it, it sounded like this. So do you like, send voice text back and forth? Sometimes, yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Like when when she asked me to, yeah. That's cool. But other times it's just like notes. If y'all didn't know, I'm like sort of studying Spanish, trying to learn a little more under my belt. So when we go to Mexico next year, I'll be able to help just a little bit more. Yeah, that's the goal. So I would like to do that one day too. Yeah, but that's work in progress. Well, besides that, what's new in your week since last Wednesday? Nothing. It's honestly, most of it's just been with you, like helping unpack and. And clean out and stuff like that. So that, that's been about it. And just getting over this. Getting over, getting over this. Yeah. yeah, Jackson was a trooper. Thursday, Friday. Thursday and Friday, you yeah. were here. That's fine. So Don't have to. And then took me to the airport Monday. Picked me back up from the airport today. Yeah, we just, we just so, got back. Yeah. Dylan, where were you? Tampa. Tampa. Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever been there? Or if you've never not been there, I think you should go. It's really cool. Very it's bougie. Really cool. Hyde Park. That's the place you need to go. Very expensive. So I did not know that when I went. I just found it on Google. So I went with work. And see, typically, like when other companies go to this, the Southern Business Unit meeting for Mitsubishi. Mm-hmm. You know, they send like two or three guys from their company. Just, I'm the only one that went from action. It was just me. Flew alone, got to the hotel alone. Like, just so my favorite thing to do was there was this big picture window. I was on the 10th floor. There was 27 floors. So this, I actually went all the way up to the top. It was pretty. But they even have like another lobby halfway up. Really? Like it's called the Conchi. Concierge. Concierge lobby. That's really cool. But you can check in on the like 17th floor. Too, wow, so you just like bypass the main lobby and you're like, I know where I'm going. I'm a concierge. Concierge. I can't say that right. It's concierge. 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 Yeah, I think it's French. We. I might be way wrong on that. <laughs> but, um, but I think it's French. So I was on the 10th floor and there was like this big picture window that like faced the downtown and there was a little couch in front of it. And so I would just sit there and just look out the window. Like when I first got there Monday, um, the meetings didn't start until Tuesday, so we had like all of Monday. And I got there at like three, yeah, or whatever. So I Ubered over to the hotel um, and got to my room, and I was just like, "Well, it's too early for dinner." And so I just went and sat in the window and just looked. But see, what was funny was there was like a high rise next to me with glass windows. So you just staring at and people. And then there was another lady sitting in another window, like my eye level. And I was just like, <laughs> tried, she didn't look at me. Like she, I don't even know if she knew I was there, but I was just like waving a little bit. I was like, hi, do you live there? I think it was an apartment building. That's cool. But I was just like, hello. But she never knows me. Then she was there again today. And I'm like, I've studied you for three days. Wave at me. That sounds <laughs> that sounds that weird. sounds weird. I didn't mean it like that, but you know. So I sat there for probably two a good two hours when I first got there. No joke, and just like was on my phone, like trying to figure out where to go, what to do. Um, almost went to the aquarium. That'd have been so cool. But decided not to. Um, then there was also a dinosaur world. I told Which, you about that earlier. He loves disappointing. Dinosaurs. That you so, didn't go. I didn't go to that. Maybe next year we'll go. And then... Um, yeah. His eyes lit up. <laughs> um, and so I decided to go to this place called Hyde Park, which 
was a wild experience. Apparently, that's where all the celebrities live. That's what my Uber driver was telling me. But he showed me uh, Kevin Hart's house, Miley Cyrus's house, and Taylor Lock- Lochner. Lochner. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it's Lockman or Lochner, so I'll just say it really fast. Well, Lochner. It's Lochner. If it's the guy off but, of Twilight. Yeah, I, Lockner, I yeah. saw his house. And um, then I had dinner at, um, it's called Forbici. Forbici. But it was, it's Italian. It's not like, not, not like F-O-R and then B-A-C-H-Y. Yeah. It was like F-O-R-B-I-N-I-C something. Weird. Yeah. It was so good. I got tortellini. That's the only thing I could pronounce on the menu. Oh, wow. So I was just like, hmm, I, I can say that. So I'm going to get that. It you was, just point. It was so good. So you pull the dad move and you're just like. Well, I wanted to get like shrimp Alfredo because that's my go-to and I love it. But like, I couldn't find it. Really? So I was just like, I have to get tortellini. It was super, super good. So, but it, we Perfect. had a good time. We had a really good time. Perfect. So. But you're back. Jackson. Oh, but, well, Jackson picked me up from the airport, which. Muchas gracias. Many thanks for that. But, <laughs> but um, some lady, Jackson waited on me and waited on me because I had an argument with a woman over my suitcase. <laughs> so I waited. I was like at the little, at the baggage claim and I just, and I fly quite a bit. So I mean, I don't know my way around the airport. So I was just, you know, just waiting and waiting and like my bag just and never came out. But like when I got there, they were already spinning. Yeah. So I, they had already put, and I was just like, like everyone that I flew with was like gone, and I was like, oh no. So I was walking to the baggage desk to figure out if they lost it, and then I passed a woman with my bag, like rolling it, and I went, uh, ma'am, I believe that's my bag, and she was like adamant. Like she was like, no, it's not, and I was like, mm, yeah, it is, <laughs> and she was like, no, and I was like, uh, so I had to like lift the luggage tag. To show her, because it was face down, to show her that it was mine. It had my address on it, my old address, but it had my name on it. And I was like, she? That's mine. Dish me. And I knew it was mine because it still has the, um, the pounds. The, huh? It has the pounds on there still, right? No, I took that off. But oh, it has you? the, um, from the Hampton Inn in California when they tagged our luggage, right. it's just, it's still on the handle. And I was like, and I even told her, I was like, that is from the Hampton Inn in California. And that is how I know that it's my bag. <laughs> and she goes, oh, my looks just like... And she was nice, but at first she was not. not. Yeah. So, I, anyway, I finally came outside after Jackson was there for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Got heckled. But, but it's all right. We all, we're here. We are here. But the Tampa International Airport, bougie. Really? It's cool. Tampa's pretty big. It's I, cool. I can imagine. I had to ride a monorail over to the... Like, they had A, B, C, and D gates. And they're all in different buildings. Yeah. You had to ride the monorail over, and it's, it's really cool. Wow. Like I was in Disney, because it was like, please stay clear of the doors. <laughs> and I was like, Disney. I'm actually used to the Tampa airport, so. That's pretty cool. But yeah, and my new house, and yeah. That's it? It's been good. Impactful week. Very big. And it's on Women's Day. Yep. It's all going to smooth out, though, now. Yeah. Back to normal life. Yeah. So, Anywho. Anyway. Matthew chapter 16. We finished up Matthew chapter 15, where Jesus is now on his way to Magadan. 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 Um, which is, um, it's more commonly known as the, as the place of Mary Magdalene, so you kind of put a name with a face now of where this is at. And, uh, and so Jesus has been away, 
into Gentile land. He went to Decapolis, but now he's back here in, if you would call it, quote-unquote, Jewish land. And who do we find waiting for him when he gets there? Who do y'all think? The Pharisees. Of course they did. Of course. And I, it's funny to to kind of like see how how petty, I think is the correct word, uh, on the Pharisees and how petty they are. For the petty... <clears throat> I just... The Pettisees? I just uh, <laughs> combined petty and Pharisees. <laughs> The, the Pettisees. That's pretty good. Anyway, the Pharisees are from, like, Jerusalem, all right? And so it is a two-day, no, no, a three-day walk south to Magadan to meet Jesus. And so this kind of just shows you how um, committed the Pharisees are to discrediting and just disrupting Jesus' whole ministry. And so... Do you want to read? Me read? Yeah, I can. I can read. Okay. Pick it up verse 1. <clears throat> it says, And the Pharisees and the Sadducees came to test him, and they asked him to show them a sign from heaven. And he answered them, When it, when it is evening, you say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red. In the morning, it will be stormy. Um, it will be stormy today, for the sky is red and threatening. You know how to interpret the appearance of the sky, but you cannot interpret the signs of the times. An evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign, but no sign will be given to except the sign of Jonah. So he left them and departed. So the Pharisees are back at it again, asking for signs, asking for Jesus to what he, I don't understand that he's already proved it, but they want more. And so they ask for a sign from heaven, which is, which is the same but different because the Pharisees believe that the devil can manipulate um, food on earth and more earthly possessions. So they asked from the signs of heaven, which is a loaded question because how can we tell it's a sign from heaven or what isn't a sign from heaven? I mean, so Jesus... I easily, love his response. Yeah, he, he easily just ignores it. Well, he But he was also just like, well, you can tell if it's going to be stormy. You can tell the weather because of the signs, but you can't see the signs at the time. Yeah. Well, that's a, like stupid. You've, you've heard that, but, um, that saying, uh, red sky by night, Sailors didn't lie. Red sky by morning. Sailors didn't that, yeah. that comes from right here. Yeah. And so I, I found that pretty cool when I was reading it. But I just think it's funny because he's like, so y'all can tell that, but you can't tell the sign of the times. Exactly. It was Jesus. It's one of those moments where you're getting called stupid to your face. Yeah. But you don't realize it until you walk away and you're just like, just Wait call a minute. me stupid. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, Wait a minute. You know, I, want, I want to master that, to do that to people. Like, not be mean to their face. Yeah. But then when they walk away, they're like, after they give it some thought, they're Dick like, oh my goodness. That's, that's what happened here. They're, he's just like, you're stupid. Yeah. And then they walked away and they're just like, wait a minute. Why I oughta? Well, <laughs> oh, you know, it's just, I think that's funny. Why I oughta? I think that's funny. So, yeah. that's, I mean, there's nothing else to talk about there. That's, that's, yeah, he just tells them that they're using the weather, but they can't even see his signs that he's doing right in front of them. And then in verse 4, I mean, and I'll read it again, but it says an evil and adulterous generation seeks for a sign. So he's continuing to call them evil and all these mm -hmm. things, um, but no sign will be given to except the sign of Jonah. So, excuse me. Mm. New place, same yarn. So he, that was nice. <laughs> Could be the name of the episode. That's pretty good. Um, but, so he just, after that, he was just like, all right, and then left him. So I'll pick up again in verse 5. So this is when the disciples reached the other side, they had forgotten to bring any bread. 
Um, so Jesus said to them, Watch and beware the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And they began uh, discussing it among themselves, saying, We brought no bread. But Jesus, aware of this, said, Oh, you of little faith, why are you discussing among yourselves um, the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive, do you not yet remember the five loaves for the five thousand, and how many baskets you gathered, or with seven loaves for the four thousand, and how many baskets you gathered? How is it that you fail to understand that I do not speak about bread? Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Then they understood that he did not tell them to be aware of the leaven of the bread, um, but of the teaching of the Pharisees and Sadducees. I would just like to comment on that. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand. You know, get into the history of it if, if you have something to say, and then I'll talk about what I'm going to talk about. Oh, I just I can imagine there's a lot of finger pointing here. Like the supper's like, Peter, you you oh, you oughta, oh, I oughta. Like you're bringing bread, and then he Jesus is teaching them without them even seeing it or being able to comprehend it because they're still what a couple verses down. He, they're like, wait a minute. He's not talking about bread. He's talking about I would 11. Love, I would love to be like on the fly on the wall here and just watch them play this out. Yeah. Because one thing that I think about, and, and this is what I was going to say a minute ago. You know, you. if I'm in the presence of Jesus Christ, you know, and I, I can say this. I'll make fun of myself. I think about food a lot. I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, I'm the big guy at the party. Okay, that everyone makes fun of. That's okay. I'm okay with it. You know, but I think about food a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, the airport, I feel like, and I didn't today, but at the airport, I feel like when you go in, you must have a snack, sweet and salty. Like that's just, <laughs> if you're not going to eat, you need to stop at one of the stores and pay $15 for two bags of something. That's True. just my rule of thumb. Like, now, I went to the hotel. I did get, I didn't tell you this. I went to the, uh, I got really hungry Monday night after I had my Italian food. Yeah. And so it was like, I don't know, 8 o'clock and I'm just sitting up there in my room and I'm like, I could eat everything right now. So I went to the, the gift shop. I paid $20, $22.0. I got a bottle of water, um, a little ice cream sandwich, you know, from the freezer because that sounded good. Yeah. An ice cream sandwich. Okay, so keep up with it, everyone. Water, ice cream sandwich, and a bag of Cheez-Its. And it was over $20. It was a healthy bag of Cheez-Its. And I ate all of them. But anyway, so moral of why I just told you that is, I mean, food does not go unnoticed for me. Yeah. But if I was in the presence of Jesus, I'm not going to be like, Jesus, I forgot to bring food. Like, you're with Christ. Like, you've watched him perform all these miracles. Yeah. I'm going to be stoked that I'm in the presence of Jesus. Not about how hungry I am, you know. It's not like a couple verses ago or even chapters ago, he fed 5,000 and 4,000 people. And then they're like, dang it. What are we going to have for lunch? We're going to starve to death. No, (laughs) you're not. What are we going to have for lunch, Jesus? That's ridiculous. Like, I'm just, I'm honestly angry. Yeah. So, like, why would you do? Who didn't bring the bread? You know, just think about it. You know, if you go to a, you know, an event or something, like, I don't get hungry at places sometimes. If I'm busy, like if I'm, you know, at work and I have a lot on my mind, you know, if I miss lunch, I don't even realize it. I may look back and be like, shoot, it's 2 o'clock, I didn't eat lunch. Yeah. You know, I do that a lot. Or if I'm at a, whatever, 
a concert or, or whatever. Like you miss dinner, but you don't think about it. Yeah. Because your your mind is involved in whatever, and you're like, you're in the presence of Jesus. Yeah. Don't think about that. That's mm-hmm. stupid. Okay. But what else we can learn from this um, is, you know, we as Christians, we we are just as oblivious as the disciples can be. You know, we've seen, and I'm not hating on because I'm calling myself oblivious too, but like there's been so many cases that we've seen just since Jesus gathered the disciples together of them just being stupid. Yeah, clueless. I mean, oblivious. Yeah. You know, and there, we, we've talked about it several times, and, um, and we're that way as Christians. Mm. Like, we get so wrapped up in, oh man, I hope, you know, whatever, hope this works out, hope, and we get so caught up that we, we think about things that don't matter, and we have to realize that uh, you're a Christian, you know, you're, don't worry about those things, you know, you're going to be in the presence of Christ one day, this stuff is like, not important. Yeah. And, and we're, we're just like the disciples. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm guilty of it, where we all are, when we get anything, you know, I think, I think it's hilarious, and I'm just as guilty, but like, the moment you add like three things in one day, like you're doing, mm-hmm. you just have to. My plate is just too full. Full. Like you're just so stressed out, and yeah. I'm that way too. But I mean, and we just we lose our mind, and we lose our minds as Christians because we're like, oh, you know, uh, whatever. Okay, worldly things that don't matter, and we're like, you you forget about. Um, that's not what I should be focusing on. Yeah. You know, Jesus says it's going to take care of me. Um, I, I bet he'll take care of me. Actually, I won't even bet. I know he will. I'm going to trust you. And the disciples, again, they're just, we're going to go have no lunch. And Jesus is like, are you kidding me right now? you got to be kidding me. And he even says, um, don't you remember um, the five loaves for the 5,000 or the seven loaves for the 4,000? 4, you know, how is it that you still fail to understand? I'm like, Jesus, you need it. I would be too. Oh, yeah, I mean... I'd be a little uh, enraged. Yeah. I wouldn't you know, be angry, but I'd be like, oh my gosh. It's like talking to a wall. No, I think I'd be angry. I'd be like, are you kidding? Yeah, you got to see this sometime. So, it's, so this leaven though, that Jesus is warning them of is the Pharisees, they were seeking self-righteousness. The Sadducees were seeking uh, worldliness and wealth and power, and the Sadducees exploited the temple for... For their own enrichment, and so what, what Jesus is saying here is, don't uh, substitute these earthly goals and possessions for a heavenly one. And then that's that's the main thing that he was talking about. And then they were like, "Where is our bread? Yeah. Where is our bread?" And and but the disciples, it it kind of shows you how close they are to the Pharisees now, but in the opposite sense. See, the Pharisees lacked that divine insight where they couldn't see signs or they didn't want to see signs because they wanted Jesus to be just like them. And then the the disciples couldn't understand Jesus' te- teachings because he's been leading them hand in hand the entire way. And he's been making it available to them. Like he hasn't had them work too hard to do it. Like he shows them what to do and he's training them. And so by their faith in Jesus, they had received that insight because it, it says that when they, he was picking the 12, that they are going to start the church, and and they know the spiritual truth. That's why they could understand his parables and stuff. But, see, this disciples aren't giving enough credit to his signs right here. Like, he's not 
they're not paying enough attention and that's why they're only focused on the worldly matters and that's something too like you said like food is important yes but if jesus is standing right here i'm gonna put everything else on the back burner to hear what he's gonna have to say mm-hmm. and that's what we as christians fall guilty of that and, and i want to and this is a it's weird for me to say but it's honestly the truth if you think about it if you know i say be focused on heaven be focused on heaven if you're if the only reason that you're a christian is because we get the reward of heaven you're looking at it completely incorrectly yeah it's almost like i want to say selfish but i think it's i mean yes we do get a reward and you're right i mean if the only reason the only reason you're being a good person right now is because you want to go to heaven you're missing it yeah we should be excited to be in the presence of christ that's that should be our driving force. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if even if Christ was in the ghetto, like ghetto. you know, then we need to be like, I'm working to get to the ghetto because yeah. Christ is there. I mean, and that's a funny way to say it, but I mean, we don't need to focus on heaven. That's a great that's a great byproduct. Mm-hmm. But we get to be in the presence of Christ, and the yeah. disciples are in the presence of Christ, and they're missing the point. Mm-hmm. And so don't don't spend your life being a Christian. Just because you don't want to go to hell. Nobody wants to go to hell. Yeah. But be excited about being with Christ. Don't, I mean, no matter where he's at. It's awesome that he's going to be in heaven. That's great. But what if he was somewhere else? Would you be working as hard to be with him? Yeah. Or are you just going because you want to be in heaven? I mean, God knows your heart. Oh, wow. Excuse you. I forgot. Never mind. So I didn't think you could hear that. I don't know why I did that. Um, but that's just that's what that's something that's been going on in my mind like a lot lately. Mm-hmm. I saw that quote somewhere, and when I first saw it, I was like, "That's the wait, most, what was the quote again?" Um, if you're focusing on heaven, you missed it. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I was like, "That's that's very um, interesting." Yeah. But then the more I thought about it, I'm like, "No, that's right." Right. Because I saw it, I was honestly kind of I saw it Monday night. I was laying in bed on my phone and saw it on Instagram. And I was like, that makes me mad. Because, of course, we're supposed to be focused on heaven. But then I'm like, and I read, like, there was, like, a really long thing. And I was like, no, that's that's right. Yeah. Let's focus on Christ. Let's not focus on heaven. So the disciples, their focus is not in the right place. Still, after being told over and over and over again to focus. Yeah. They're so, not doing yeah, it. Yeah. So we can't follow Jesus like the Pharisees demanding for signs from God and... And understanding what they mean, but and we also can't be like the disciples where we overlook even the small things because not every time Jesus is gonna, well, God's gonna make the Red Sea part for us. Right. Like there's small, minute signs of God working on our lives everywhere, and we have to, we have to focus on those because, like I said, not every time He's gonna part the Red Sea for you. And if we're too focused on lunch, we're, we're gonna miss it. Yep. And I don't mean. Literally lunch. I want you to pick up what I'm throwing down here. But it's smelling what you're stepping if, in. Yeah, ew. <laughs> but I've never heard that in my life. Ew. Really? No. Who told you that? Uh. It's gross. I've never heard anybody ever smell what you're stepping in. I want to say it was Peyton Terry. Don't ever say that again. That's gross. I want to say it's Peyton Terry. Because I didn't get it at first, too, and I was like, oh, I get it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to add that out first. I just, anyway. But if we're too focused on lunch, we're missing it. 
Mm-hmm. We're missing all these small things that God is doing because we're so focused on everything else. Yeah. You know, so I'll finish reading. I'll finish. Really? I, I got haven't you. read it at all. Oh, if you want to. I just, read. Okay. Okay. Sorry about that, little buddy. You read. Little bu- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> little I, I should have controlled myself more right there. It's okay. Okay. Verse 13. If I stutter, just I'm, I'm going to stop speaking. And you just take it over. Did I stutter? And I'm going to just stop speaking. Okay. And that's your cue. You don't even have to look at me. You just know that. You got it. Yeah. All right. Verse 13. Now, when Jesus came to the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon, bar Jonah, Uh, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven." Then he strictly charged the disciples to tell no one of that he was the Christ. Yeah. That's huge. Very, very pivotal moment in the entire discipleship. But this is kind of like the first, I guess, record, I guess, uh, uh, in the Gospels where Jesus is kind of acknowledging the elephant in the room, finally. It's like, who do you say I am? Some people say you're John the Baptist or John B, as I like to call him. And that that was a rumor started by Herod and Antipas or whoever killed John the Baptist, because John the Baptist is dead right now. Um, and then others say Elijah, but we know it's not Elijah because Elijah is supposed to come announcing the second coming, and John B, or John the Baptist, um, is the herald announcing the first coming. And so we know it's neither of those. And Jeremiah is kind of like a strange strange outcry because to my knowledge I know that there's nowhere in the Bible saying that he's coming back to my, I might be to the Hail Mary like last yeah they're like woo this might be it Jeremiah Jeremiah nope. <laughs> it's just awkward silence <laughs> that's funny it's awkward silence and Judas is like Jeremiah <laughs> it would be Judas that's funny I got it I got it Jeremiah Jeremiah Jesus How about like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Jesus flips one table over and he's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. That's funny. I didn't think of it like that. Oh, man. But, I mean... Carrie, the platypus! Carrie! That's probably what it was like. It was like, Jeremiah, are you kidding me? But, however, the disciples didn't mention what I would think is the most obvious one, because obviously people were saying it, that Jesus, you are the Messiah. But none of them mentioned it. Because they're because they're stupid. I'm just kidding. I'm just, that no, was but a joke. I think that I can imagine like a pause, and and then Peter comes in and says he declares that you are the son of the living God, which is ginormous. This is kind of Peter's step into taking that leadership, assuming that leadership role of the twelve, and he's like he's the first to come to that conclusion, and I mean. Thank the Lord for Peter, <laughs> for real. Because Hallelujah, Church. Hallelujah. Because Peter's step here really kind of sets the tone, I would say, for 
all of the Christians in the past 2,000 years and to come because these words that you just said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, rearranged a little differently, sounds very familiar. Because before you're baptized, you make this openly public confession that Jesus is the Christ. He's the Son of the living God. And so that kind of sets the stage here. That's kind of, that's, we have to make that confession. And that's how faith works, kind of. Because, like, I can imagine, because in the next verse, it says, um, uh, and Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Bahar Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. So it's, you know, we plant the seed and God gives the increase. So that's that's how faith works. We have this buildup. And it's it's like, I mean, I'll tell you my like confession story, is I remember I was sitting in Sycamore and I was listening to... This is embarrassing. I knew his name and now I don't. You told me his name Keith Parker. Times. There you go. I was, Keith Parker was talking about hanging on the cross. He, he, he told the whole story and just the way he said it. I remember it was September 2011 or 2012. I remember it, and but I didn't do it right then. I didn't go up there. It was then actually the next Sunday. I had time to think about it and to make sure I was like doing but I, but. Peter's experiencing that right now. He's being, he has that aha moment. Aha moment, yes. That Jesus, you know, he's been, we know that he's the Messiah, but then we kind of like accept it. Because, like, thank the Lord that whoever started going to church in my family, I don't know how long ago that was, um, great grandparents, whatever it may have been, but. I find myself very blessed to have that opportunity because, like, I can't ima- imagine some people who have never known Christ, and then they have this moment of a huge aha. And I and I had that moment as well, but I felt like since I've always been in the church, I kind of always knew it. But at that point in September of 2011, I accepted it. Right. And so that that's what Peter's doing here is he's he's accepting it and he confesses it, and that's just along the lines of what we do today that's what happens before we get baptized and then I'll just keep going alright and then so we kind of look at a the next verse is verse 18 we kind of look at a more controversial verse because some people misinterpret it because this is what the Catholic Church kind of claims where Jesus has established the air quotes Pope because he says I tell you you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. And so that's where they kind of they kind of look at this here and say Jesus is establishing, I think it's called the papacy or mm-hmm. something like that. But it's not. It's, he doesn't say on you I start my church. He says on this rock. So it's it's a little different. And and so, but that's that's one of the main things that uh, people get slipped up on, right there. And then I like how. So if you read this in. Um, in like the Greek, church is called. I really mispronounce this. It's called Elkesia, something along, something along I those. I would contribute, but I can't remember. Something that. along those lines. But anywho, this is the first time church is actually said in the New Testament. Jesus has created a completely new term right here, right now. And actually, this is so. I guess church is so like we use it all the time. But church to them right now is a very new word that, in fact, it's only mentioned twice in the entire Gospels. All four of them. It's only mentioned twice. And that Greek word, ecclesia, I really wish... Do I have it? 
written down. Oh, I, I oh yeah, E K K L E S I A. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm not Greek, but the the meaning of that is called is called out or invited ones. That's the legit meaning. So Jesus gave us this completely new term because we're not rabbis, we're not the Pharisees, we're not the Sadducees. Thank thank God we're not the Sadducees, mm-hmm. but we are the called out ones. We're the invited ones. We're called out of dark into lightness. We're we're inviting other people in. And that's that's the entire that's why the church was made and the whole thing that we are all under the we're all in the same place, sharing the same faith, calling out to one another and inviting people in. And it's all pointing back to Jesus. And that, that's the whole point of the church. And then right here, this is it's not I mean, we don't have our first service right here, but it, it this is where it's establishing. Like this is where it's all happening, and so that's that's the whole point of this Bible. But of, of specifically this entire section right here is that he's telling Peter and the disciples that the whole thing is about building a body in the church, and the church is the members, obviously. But it's about building those people who are confessing Jesus, who are following Him, and then what next? It's like what you said with. With if you're looking for heaven, then then like you've passed it, or if, you're, if heaven's the only reason you're a Christian, you missed it. See, that's yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, the whole point of being a Christian is to want to get to heaven and be with Christ, be in His presence, be with your loved ones. That's the whole point of it, and then that's just what Jesus is saying right there. I tell you, Peter, on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That's it. He's telling his disciples the entire the mission is to build a church and to keep it going and save as many people as he can and confess that Jesus is the Son of God. That's it. No, I don't, I don't have anything else to add because that, that's all it is. Yeah. So, but that's a huge, huge, pivotal moment of the New Testament. Very defining. Um. So yeah. All right, that's it. That's all we're going to cover today. Yep. So, hope you have a great week. Finishing up next week. Matthew 16, starting in verse 21. Do some little homework. A little read 21 through the end of the chapter. I like. I challenge you. Challenge you. I, I like grass. doing this because it gives me, like, really chances to deeply dive, And I always find that the disciples, as, like, a kid, always thought they were, like, ginormous heroes mm-hmm. but now as you kind of dive more into it you're like they're just regular people just like me they're just like me all right folks see you next week hope you have a great week stay out of trouble god loves you so do we see ya love you <laughs>